0: Welcome in to Podcasting is Branding, and on this episode, we're going to discuss how to rebrand your podcast. You're listening to Podcasting is Branding. This is a show for podcasters to learn how to build their platform and earn the money they deserve. Coach Chris interviews top podcast hosts and experts to get the best strategies for growing a platform. He also delivers some amazing content during weekly action episodes strictly created for your development subscribe and enjoy the show your greatness awaits so when it comes to branding your podcast in the beginning it's about setting up your messaging your marketing really getting focused in and i think honestly most podcasters skip this step i think it's really a skip step so it sounds kind of crazy to say rebrand but this is what most podcasters need so in this episode i wanted to do a real analysis a real breakdown of how you can rebrand your show now i want to say this if you're a beginner podcaster listening to this you can still use these steps to brand your show in the beginning but if you're rebranding you definitely need these steps and you don't have to wait until a specific time period whenever you feel like it's good to rebrand your show you can make that switch so enjoy the episode podcasting is branding When you create a great show, you can cultivate an audience that supports everything you do. Research shows that 70% of podcast listeners purchase products from shows they listen to. Don't you wanna be a part of that? My new book, Podcasting is Branding, will help you establish a podcast platform that changes your brand and your business forever. You'll learn the best strategies for developing messaging, how to market your show, and even the best methods for monetizing your content this is the book for new podcasters who aren't sure what the next step is and it can also help the seasoned hosts that want to get more from their show you'll understand how to separate yourself from all the competition and create your own lane you can get podcasting is branding for only eight dollars using the first link in the description below your greatness awaits all right, so rebranding your podcast means you are setting your show up to reach different people that may be within your market or your industry. And I think more podcasters should consider this because we always grow and evolve. Like, it would be good to say, This is what I care about. This is what my show is about. This is what I'm focused on forever, right? Like, that sounds good, but that's not nearly enough to actually stick to it long term right and there's nothing wrong with that and I'm going to start off this rebranding by saying that I think every podcast should be done in seasons like seasons of your show it's just so many advantages because first of all you get to take a break from hosting your show like as somebody who's been podcasting for more than a year like I've posted this before and I saw people in the comments telling me that I was crazy and It was kind of funny because it's like they hadn't been doing anything that long, you know, like NBA players that play basketball. Right. Let's let's think about this. If you play a full season, that's 82 games. It's a lot of games. If you go into the playoffs, that's a lot more games there, too. Right. So you can play for months and months and months. If you don't get that break in the summertime from, uh, let's say, uh, July, August, September. Right. If you don't get those, you know, eight, ten week breaks, your body will wear down really, really fast. And it's the same thing with your podcast. If you don't get a break from being a host, your mind is going to deteriorate really, really fast. And you know what happens? You end up saying, oh, I don't feel like doing it. You be lazy. You don't produce high quality content. You know, you start performing at a lower level. And again i know this because i've done it the other way where i just recorded my show nonstop, kept going i was dialed in i was super focused and it was unhealthy but what i noticed is when i take breaks and i produce content at a certain time and then i have my time where i'm not producing any content i'm actually better because now i'm taking a break from it i can kind of breathe and relax so now when i go back into produce more content I'm performing at a higher level because of the new focus I have. You can't focus and be your best if you're always tired and exhausted. And really, seasons are also important because you can batch your content at a higher level. One of the main reasons I see podcasters fail is because every week they're trying to record a new episode. Like, no, you should have a time period where you're not recording at all, like a whole month but that only can happen if you have the system set up to produce, you know, a, an entire season in a month or six weeks or even two months. And then you post that content for the next three or four months and you can take that time off and focus on marketing. It's the same thing they do with TV shows. They can't just produce all the TV shows nonstop every week. Like that's come on, that's insane to even think about. And that's what a lot of podcasts do. They don't have this strategy going in, so you think, yeah, I'm going to put out an episode every week and it's going to be amazing. That's going to be exhausting, especially if you're doing it correctly, just being honest with you. So it's better to say, okay, I'm going to produce 20, 30 episodes at a time, put those out for three months and then take a month break and then go back to it and then put out another three months of content. That's a much better flow. I promise you. And really let me let me rephrase that so it should really be you take a month to produce content and then you put that content out and it should be enough to last you at least three months because in that last month where your um content you're not you know you already have content scheduled and it's going out that's when you can produce be producing the next season and another kind of kickback that i get on this uh is people say well you could lose your audience yeah that's true that's true but this is the thing if you're building a real connection with your audience they're going to support you on other platforms as well so for the one month that you aren't posting podcast episodes they'll be looking at your videos on instagram or reading your blogs on your website or getting your emails right like it's not like they get that information from you and then they love it and you stop producing it and they just disappear if that's what happens and those people were fickle, I honestly, personally, I love losing that kind of audience member. I do like, I love when people unsubscribe from my email list or when they unsubscribe. Like I love it only because that shows me that you're not here for the long haul. Like you don't actually want to get to that next level with me. And that's fine. I'm not mad at it at all, but I like that because people are getting out of the way. Like I, I would much rather have an email list with, you know, 2000 loyal subscribers that will buy things that are going to support the brand, all of that stuff, than to have 25,000 email subscribers that don't buy anything. And I look at it this way too. Like this, this podcast, this show is about podcasting. I have a book, Podcasting is Branding. It is $8. It costs less than when you go out to eat or when you get your little Starbucks. It's not a lot of money. If you're serious about growing your podcast with me, you want to learn from me. You're going to buy that book for eight dollars. If you will not buy that book for eight dollars, I'm not upset. But at the same time, I'm not going to try to cater to you. I don't really care about you specifically because you're not supporting the brand. I'm not upset with that. Like I had to learn this over time, you know, um, that some people are going to support your brand and some people won't. And you might think the people closest to you will and all that. That's just not how it works. Like it's it's not, that's not how it's going to happen. And so it's the same thing when it comes to your marketing for your show, when you're rebranding your show, you have to set up new messaging to reach the right people. The real reason why most podcasts need to do this is because they don't have a messaging plan to begin with. And you can break it down with the original customer avatar, or you call call a listener avatar that businesses use. But if you don't even want to do that, you can just ask yourself a few basic questions to really understand your audience. All right? But first, before we can get to the questions, what message do you want to deliver to people? Like, what do you actually want to tell them? What do you want them to agree with you on? The strongest communities have a core belief right? That they all really hold dearly. For example, if you look at like Trump supporters, they all believe that America is the greatest place in the world. It's the greatest country in the world. Whether you disagree or not, that doesn't matter. That's not my point here. My point is that all the people that support Trump believe that America is the greatest country on earth. That's the point, right? And so that core belief bonds them together. They may disagree on other things. They may not believe that um, uh, small businesses should be operated the way they are or that this law should be the way it is. They may not agree on everything, but the core belief is all aligned with that community. And I don't think podcasters even think about it this deep. Like, (laughs) Like my core belief for this show is that podcasting is changing the world. And I believe that every brand should have a podcast. Whether you're a small business, a large corporation, a personal brand, a nonprofit organization, you should have a podcast. And that's my core belief. Now, if you believe that you're going to love this content, if you don't believe that and you think video content is more important, then you're going to disagree with me on a lot of things because you won't be aligned with my core belief and that's okay. You can go and find the YouTuber and go do that, you know? So I'm not ever upset that no one is aligned or when people aren't aligned with my core belief, I don't get upset with that or take it personal. I think it's a good thing. See, the reason why you want to have a core belief is because then you can easily disperse other people who aren't serious. The people who aren't serious about your brand and supporting what you do and what you're building, get rid of them. You know, why, why do you need those people around? I don't understand that. I don't want people in my space that don't support what I'm doing. That means that they're usually there to either steal information and share it with the world and, you know, be sheisty in that way. Or they're what I call free and free are the people who will sign up to every email list to get the free ebook. They're trying to buy all the cheapest courses. They'll never pay for coaching. And they'll never spend over $20 on a product because they're free marketers. They want everything for free, but don't wanna pay for any real results. So when you craft your new message, you gotta figure out how do I get rid of those people that aren't serious, but attract the people who are dedicated to my brand and what I'm building. One of the best ways to do that is to use blog content. And I know this goes against a lot of what people know, but (laughs) it's like blog content is still one of some of the best content because the SEO value on it long-term is amazing. Like you can search certain keywords right now and then very, very old blog posts will pop up because the keywords are still being dominated by that blog post. People are still going to the page and they're spending a lot of time there and Google respects it. So blog posts are very valuable to rebranding your podcast. I want to give you a scenario. Let's say you're rebranding your show and you have a fitness podcast and you write a blog for men's health magazine. You put it on their website and then the call to action on that blog post is to check out your podcast. Now, not your old show it's your newly formed, your new setup show. What you're doing is you're going to drive all that new traffic to your new show, right? Like if you have an old blog that's doing well, I would suggest Go to that old blog and then update that to the new show information. And I'm only saying this because I know a lot of people um, might have to get a new RSS feed. Like I've had times where I lose all my episodes and I lose my feeds because I switched from one platform to another. That's happened to me a couple of times. And you got to be prepared for that. So putting out a great blog post is really long form content. It's going to last for a while. Um, That's great for establishing your new brand. Because that's a long-term tactic. Now, a short-form tactic that can work really well is newsletters. Getting on newsletters within your industry, right? Let's say you have, like me personally, I'm subscribed to about 10 or maybe 12 now, podcast newsletters. So when I have a new product, new book coming out, I'm reaching out to newsletters to see what are the rates, how much does it cost for promotion here? What do I need to do? Because that is so valuable to your brand long-term, man. Like you just don't, I don't think anybody really understands how valuable that is. Like now when you go to the newsletter and they put you in there, you know, in the email, let's say three times out of a week for the next two weeks, if you're putting out a new episode that day, that's going to be good for you because every time people click the link and check on you, you have new content. That's a great look for you. And that leads me to my next step in rebranding your podcast. You got to have a ton of fresh content, man. You got to have a ton of fresh content. And when I mean fresh content, I say you got to have like a new intro, a new outro, new music, like you got to have everything has to be new and fresh because you want the old listeners to know that there's a shift happening and you want to go in the right direction. Like who wants to digress? Who wants to be worse at what they're doing? Like you have to make that kind of shift and really commit to the process of it because if you can commit to it, that's what's going to really help you capitalize. Right. And another part of rebranding, I I know I'm going really fast here is the visual aspect. You should have a new logo. If you're going to rebrand your show, part of committing to it means you have a new logo, right? New logo. You change the music and all that stuff. That's really important. Update your website. That's really, really important. Your whole look, your graphics for the episode, like that has to change, you know, and I know that a lot of podcasters don't want to hear this, but that kind of effort really goes a long way with the audience. I had somebody tell me on a call earlier today, man, you have the best graphics for all your stuff, for your courses and your videos and your episodes. And I'm like, man, I appreciate that because I put effort into that. All of it is branded. It looks the same way. It, It it's just templates make templates for your brand that's my best piece of advice there is like make templates and then use them over and over again and if you don't have a platform to do that you got to check out the podcast content creator this is the best tool for podcasters to create their content think of it as canva for podcasters when you want to produce high quality content to market your show the podcast content creator is best for you Any graphics, carousel posts, all the visual content, we got you covered. Even things like business cards that really are your podcast address and QR codes. So people can scan there and go straight to your show so you can boost those subscribers. Check out the podcast content creator and the podcast host toolkit in the description below you know what? I was about to say shameless plug, but to be honest, no shameless plug. I don't think we should ever plug ourselves shamelessly. Like if you're a podcaster listening to this, yes, I have several pieces of software that can help you be a better podcaster. That's not a shameless plug. I'm going to plug my own products and services whenever I can. (laughs) Um, but back to rebranding your podcast. And so my last tip here is really to Get a new position for your show in terms of social media. When you rebrand your podcast and you have a new logo, you have show notes of the updated, the sound is updated, all of that stuff. A major improvement that most uh, podcasters can make. Is to select a different platform to dominate the biggest mistake I see right now is podcasters relying way too heavily on social media to grow their podcasts overall. We'll get to that another day, but really it's like, if you are going to use it, you need to find one platform where your listeners are and then build a brand there. So you can have a very strong personal brand on Twitter. And if you have a podcast there, it'll be pretty easy to get listeners because you already have a major audience. Now, if you have a major audience on Instagram, but your ideal listeners are not using Instagram, you probably should go to another platform where they are. I think it's kind of funny when people are so hell bent on staying in one place, and it's like, that's not helping you grow, right? Like that might've gotten you to this level, but if you wanna get to another level, you gotta make some more changes, right? And that could be switching your social media focus you know, and really a shift could be taking a step back from social media so much altogether because it's not all it's cracked up to be, especially for podcast hosts. You know, if you host a show, it's not like you post it on there and then everybody sees it and they click the link. That's not how it works, right? Like you have to build community regardless what platform you're on or how many followers you have. And so, by focusing so much energy on the platform and when the post and all of that, that actually slows you down. It's better to take a step back, see which one is working the best and then commit to that one and then integrate another platform later. So you have at least two. Now I will say for most podcasters, the best platform for them to be on is Instagram because even if people don't post on Instagram and they don't use it a lot, well, they don't post a lot. They claim they don't use it a lot, but they don't post a lot. They still go in there and scroll. They're going to go in there and scroll and look at content. And that's how you get a lot of people, you know, is get those people to scroll outside. So it's really important that when you're rebranding your show, you understand that things have to be different. You have to execute differently. Most likely you have to execute at a higher level. You have to take podcasting seriously. I think most shows that are failing to get downloads, that are failing to monetize should follow this process. Rebrand now, don't wait, don't waste time, just rebrand now. Rebranding your podcast is one of the best things you can do. I know this because I've rebranded multiple shows. I've stopped shows and relaunched different shows. Rebranding is one of the best things you can do. And if you're even thinking about it, just start planning for it now. That's something that's gonna really help you win long-term. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. I'm your host, Coach Chris. If you love the show, please check out the book, Podcasting is Branding. There's a link to get your copy in the description below. And make sure you subscribe, share the show. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at the Coach Chris underscore. I'll see you next time. Your greatness awaits.